Hi, everybody. This is Michael Abernathy at the Times News, and Isaac Groves is here because he's working on two stories about our voting and electoral system for this weekend's Sunday edition. And uh, Isaac, tell us what you're working on. Well, thanks, Michael. Um, yeah, we had a, a, a letter from a, a local mom who's child had uh, had tried to register to vote, pre-register to vote, uh, after they got um, got the driver's license. Now, this is something we've done for years in North Carolina, where 16 and 17-year-olds can re- register to vote, but of course, they don't have the right to vote until they turn 18, but then they ha- but they when they turn 18, it's automatic. This was repealed in 2013 with the, uh, the voter ID legislation. Um, mm-hmm. That voter ID legislation was overturned by a federal court in 2016. So we now have pre-registration again however my under now and this is something that i'm, I'm still trying to firm up with the uh, uh north carolina um board of elections and ethics enforcement but their first response to me was well when they when the court ruled the mechanism for for processing those was not reinstated so local boards would have to handle them but would have to process that by hand and i think in some cases they just end up getting rejected um the letter mm-hmm. that i was provided just says you're not old enough um i mean it doesn't say that exactly but it, that's the essence of it. you have to be 18 to register but i was still waiting for follow-up on uh, exactly what the problem is so it sounds like you know we have the right but uh we don't necessarily have the ability you told an interesting story in the meeting the other day about how this kind of came to your attention with somebody Tried to pre-register and then yeah, this was this came from uh, the um, the uh, somebody's mother and I don't think they're they're not really sharing the child's name sure um, but uh, I believe it's a daughter registered to vote uh, with the, when uh, when she went to the DMV to get her driver's license and thought that she was going to have a have a voter registration card when she was eighteen and instead got a letter at least at least she was advised that she wasn't going to be registered to vote but. Um, True, but it was uh, but was headed off at the past, and, and I've done some research on I was because I've I've known about this for a long time, and I was I never really thought it was a, a particularly uh, important part of our voter registration process, but it turns out it actually increases the uh, the participation and voting of young people uh, pretty significantly, according to some research by uh, some people over at Duke University. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a that's a demographic that's um, you know often doesn't vote votes at a much lower rates than people our age, and is also um, also tends to vote on the Democrat side. So it sort of falls into our, uh, our, which is part of the reason cynically that it was probably tied into the whole voter ID, voter uh, registration law changes, right? Well, that's, that's one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it is why are we registering people to vote who can't vote? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, I think I registered to vote that way now that I think back about it. I don't remember. I, it was a long time ago, uh, obviously, but, uh, I don't remember how I registered to vote originally. Yeah, but I don't think I think I did it after I was eighteen. And then the other story that you're working on is also uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, I've kind of followed up on uh, on the Alamance Twelve. This is twelve people who were prosecuted in Alamance County for voting while they were uh, on felony probation. And I don't know if all of them have pleaded down to misdemeanor charges yet, but I believe nearly all of them have. Um, and they've all pleaded down to um, oh, it was uh, obstruction of justice, misdemeanor obstruction of justice. Now, what's interesting about this though is that. Um, Pretty much every single one of them told us that no one ever advised them that they were going to that they weren't allowed to vote while they're on probation, and I think they, you know, and this is something that uh, I've I have done voter registration. This is something you're supposed to tell people when you do is mm-hmm. if you're on probation, you have to complete your probation, and you know once you paid your debt, you're automatically you're uh, automatically have your right to vote back. 
Now, this wasn't communicated to these people through, uh, or so they say, through their through their probation officers. And when they went to court, their lawyers were saying that they're, they weren't even getting uh, notices that their, uh, their, reg- their, their voter registration had been rescinded until mm-hmm. the following April. So April right. 2017, after they had already voted in the 2016 election, after they'd already been charged with a felony, uh, they hadn't been advised of that, or they hadn't, been, hadn't had that their registration canceled. Um, and then it's interesting because, I, and they were saying at the time, I was hearing from the, the Board of Elections that they were going to do some things to make sure that happened, make sure people were were, uh, were checking on that. And I haven't heard back about anything that has has changed. I spoke to someone at the Office of Probation and Parole today, and she was telling me that um, she can't speak for every individual probation officer, but it is in their guidance. They're supposed to have a, a checklist of things they're supposed mm-hmm. to talk about. So they're supposed to be telling these people this at the very first interview. You're not allowed to vote until you're done here. And then advise them when they're done with their probation that they can. So I don't know how, how well that's getting, how that, well that's filtering down. And I don't, I haven't seen anything to, that suggests that anybody's trying to make sure it filters down. And then something else that was interesting is I was looking at the, the Board of Elections website. This is the State Board of Elections. And in some states, if you're charged with a felony, you have to get your rights restored. And it's, it's a process. Right. There's a process for it. You have to fill out a form. You have to get a certific- certification. That's the thing. I mean, in, in Florida, you actually have to get the governor to say yes, which apparently he doesn't do. But in this state, you don't have to do that. However, if you go to the, the Board of Elections website, it says you have to get your rights restored. Here's how you do that. You click that link and it says you don't have to get your rights restored, but you can get a certificate. But, but then mm-hmm. I spoke to um, a woman here who uh, who does a lot of voter registration. We've written about her a number of times. Um, her name is Dana Dana yeah. Courtney. She was saying that because she she was working with one of the Alamance Twelve defendants who's completed uh, her felony probation, um, having been prosecuted, but is now on probation for a misdemeanor, which does not keep you from voting, as I understand it. But they went to the, uh, the clerk of court to make sure she could register to vote legitimately, which she could, um, and said, "Well, can we get some kind of a certification?" And the clerk said, "We don't have anything like that." Mm-hmm. So even even within the the our electoral system, there's a lot of confusion about that. It seems like there's not much of a priority to get these uh, yeah. to get people back in, into being citizens. It's definitely a confused issue. Obviously, is your yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things. I'm trying to make sure that I have have my facts straight before I put this in print because you know you, you don't want to add to the confusion. But right. uh, I think the fact that it's this hard to kind of pin it down is. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're doing a story about it. Right, right. That's what makes it a story. Well, I hope you get some answers. Me too. And uh, I, in general, I hope that our state figures this out <laughs> and gives people clear messages about whether or not they can vote and whether or not they're committing a new crime uh, at the ballot box. Um, and that we can keep people who shouldn't be there away from there because that's yeah that's the intent of it. Right, right. You're supposed to you know you're supposed to be keeping people from voting who aren't you know. Uh, acting as legitimate citizens. But once you've paid your debt to society, you've paid your debt, right? Um, at least in this state. But it's also, it has, uh, I mean, every, pretty much every one of those people who came out of that courtroom uh, after pleading guilty to the misdemeanor charge said they were never going to vote again. And yeah. some of them have, have kind of come around on that. But Dana was telling me that she, she's she's done a lot of voter registration this year, as, as she does every year with NAACP. And yeah, she gets a lot of people. I, I was asked, I, one of the things I wanted to ask her was, are volunteers being more careful? Uh, mm-hmm. Because whatever volunteer it was that registered those, or whatever volunteers they were that registered those twelve people, really should have made sure that they'd talk to them about that. That's a, you know, it's a pretty important issue. Hey, I didn't mean to walk you into a felony here, 
yeah. and she said that, that she's you know she's always very careful about that but uh she thinks that the volunteers are being more careful, at least locally, and, um, and but the people that are registering are also being pretty cagey about it. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying, "Well, you know, I've been in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble again. I don't want to be like those people over there, you know, who got prosecuted." So, and that was one of those things that uh, a lot of the advocates who were critical of, uh, you know, of, of uh, District Attorney Pat Nadolsky for bringing those charges said was, "This is going to be a, a chilling effect." and uh, apparently there's some there's at least anecdotal evidence for that i mean it'll be interesting to find out i mean voter registration ends tomorrow you can still do same day registration starting again on monday um mm-hmm. for early voting but it'll be interesting to find out what uh the voter registration statistics are like for for this year um or how i'm not sure how soon we'll be able to get that from our local office they're going to be pretty busy running up to the election but, yeah uh, um afterwards when things yeah. settle down and they're done with the canvases it'd be interesting maybe. to see if, if we have because I think in 2016 and of course it's apples and oranges presidential versus off year election but uh, she was saying that they were saying that they were they registered something like 1400 people and this year they were shooting for 400 wow yeah yeah um, so I guess you'd have to really compare that to what 2012 um, no 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 14, 14 14 so maybe we can figure that that'll be that'll be the next thing we talk about yeah. All right. Well, I hope we talk again before that. <laughs> <laughs> we do sit beside each other. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, that's that's really lends to our productivity. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Isaac. Thanks for, for your work. Oh, you're welcome, Michael. Thank you very much.